You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Steve McSwain, 2021 Board Chair of the Plano Chamber of Commerce. Today's episode of our podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Beckley & Associates. Please contact them for all your accounting needs. Steve, I'm excited to introduce today's guest, Gary Moore is here with us. He is president and CEO, as well as co-founder of Nonpareil Institute, based here in Plano. Gary left a successful career in information technology to help launch Nonpareil in 2008. Prior to his current role, he has held positions in management, software development, consulting, training, recruiting, sales, and marketing, pretty much everything, I think, in a business. (laughs) He is an alumnus of the University of North Texas, where he got his bachelor's in computer science. Gary, thank you so much for joining us today on Plano Pulse. Thank you, Kelly. It's my pleasure. Yes, welcome, Gary. Uh, We appreciate you uh, spending some time with us today and go screaming eagles, right, from North Texas. Yes, Um, mean green. (laughs) (laughs) Mean green. As we get started, could you give us a quick overview of Nonpareil, the institute, and the services you provide, who you serve, and even what exactly does Nonpareil mean? Sure, sure, absolutely. And I'll start with that, Steve. Nonpareil stands for or means no equal or no parallel. Uh, We wanted a name that kind of represented how we viewed these young men and women that have autism. And so we we came up with that name because we thought it fit what we were trying to uh, accomplish with our mission. Nonpareil is kind of like a vocational training institute that works with post-high school adults on the autism spectrum. And we do all kinds of training and social engagement, social skills training, technical training, trying to provide uh, an opportunity for them to learn work readiness skills. The unemployment rate in the U.S. for adults with autism is about 80 to 90 percent unemployment or underemployment. So what we're trying to do is close that gap or or shrink that unemployment rate uh, by providing this kind of training. So that's what we're doing. And. We continue to have demand and need for our services as the prevalence rate continues to grow. And uh, so we're just really excited to, to be able to do this. You and your team at Nonpareil are obviously doing amazing work. And as a co-founder, you were there from the very beginning. So tell us a little bit more on how Nonpareil got started and what has that journey been like so far? Sure. Uh, about 12 years ago, I had the privilege of meeting Dan Selleck. Uh, another father who had a young son on the spectrum. Our sons were about 12, 13 years old, and he had a vision of starting, leaving his corporate job, IT job, to start a company, a nonprofit that would help adults on the spectrum. He was concerned about what was going to happen to his son when he grew up. We met through a friend, and and uh, I really, that vision and mission really resonated with me because I had a son likewise that was going to be challenged once he graduated from high school. I wasn't really sure he was going to be able to navigate college or just even be able to go out and get a competitive job. So 
Uh, Dan and I joined forces in 2008. Uh, we didn't have any experience running a nonprofit. We'd never done anything like this. We both had strong technical backgrounds and sons with autism. So I guess, uh, Kelly, it really just started with that passion for wanting to do something to make a difference in these young men and women's lives because we just didn't see a, a bright future for them. And many parents have told us it feels like when their son or daughter graduates high school, that have autism, it seems like just a big cliff that they fall off of because there are very few providers, services out there for adults on the autism spectrum. Thanks, Gary. That, that's that's um, very admirable, the passion you have, you and your partner uh, starting it. So an important focus for Nonpareil, as I understand it, is building technical skills such as digital art, 3D modeling, animation, and more. Can you tell us a little bit about the curriculum and the types of projects your students work on? Sure, that's a great question, Steve. So what we've learned, our sons, Dan's son and my son, have a strong affinity for technology. You know, they love computers, they love video games. And what we have learned over the years is that a high percentage of young adults or individuals on the spectrum just have a strong proclivity affinity for technology. So that was kind of our vision. Let's start a company that teaches them these digital technology skills uh, and there's quite a few of them that we do teach, digital art, animation, modeling, programming, uh, because we knew that was a passion and it, they have the potential. And so when you put those two things together, the passion, the potential, it's amazing to see the kind of work they can do. So uh, unfortunately, there wasn't any curriculum out there we could go buy off the shelf to teach adults with autism technology. So uh, we've pretty much built our own our own curriculum in-house and continue to add to that. But another point, Steve, is not just the technical skills. For many of them, that's actually the easy part. The hard part is the social skills and the, you know, just the work readiness skills and being able to go out in the market and compete and interact with other in individuals, do job interviews successfully. So we spend as much time teaching those um, core work readiness skills as we do the technical skills. That's a real big part of our program. I think that's so interesting about, you know, how those skills translate into the workplace. What are the kind of the major challenges for adults with autism and finding meaningful employment? And does, does your institute partner with any specific companies or, business, or types of business to, um, to connect students to employment opportunities? Sure, that's a good question too, Kelly. So uh, when Dan and I started in Arnfield 2008, there were actually very few companies that were hiring individuals with autism. You know, there might be a grocery store chain or, you know, a restaurant that might hire them for very entry level, you know, bagging groceries or busing tables. So those are good places to start for anybody that's looking to, to, to get a job, but many of them want to do more and can do more. Uh, so the challenge has been a lot of companies, although they have launched initiatives and in some of the biggest companies in America, names you would recognize, Fortune 500 companies, many of them we, we know well and have talked to and worked with, it's still a challenge understanding what autism is and how to, how to onboard someone that has autism, how to bring them into your corporate environment, how to uh, train them to work in your environment, how to train your employees to work with someone on the spectrum. So 12 years ago, very little of that going on. Fortunately, in the last three or four or five years, more and more companies have stepped up to say, 
we want to do something. Many of the managers have a child now on the spectrum. So there's a strong interest now that's spreading across the country in trying to figure out how to uh, employ adults on the spectrum. So again, the primary challenges are uh, just the social skills, working with others, communication skills, sensory, just things that a lot of people in the spectrum struggle with in traditional employment. Uh, but we are excited because more and more companies are trying to, to meet halfway. Another area, though, that's a real barrier for adults with autism, believe it or not, even though they're very intelligent and, and smart and can, and can do great sophisticated software development, uh, many companies are still requiring a four-year college degree. And the majority of adults that we've met, we've met over 3,000 young adults on the spectrum, high functioning. The majority of them cannot get a degree, have not been able to navigate a four-year college degree. So that's just one of the barriers that they face in, in traditional employment that we're trying to work with these companies to maybe, you know, remove that barrier or, or just change the uh, entry requirements for employment. And, and we are seeing some movement in that area. So a lot of companies, real quickly, I'm sorry, Dell Computer, AT&T, EY, Goldman Sachs, there's just a, uh, a lot of companies that we've been working with. I could list probably 50 companies that we're talking to or have talked to about working with either to outsource work to us so our crew can, students can work on that or hire our individuals once they leave non -Pharrell. Great information, Gary. Uh, this is very enlightening. Um, although you guys started, uh, you founded the organization in 2008 here in Plano, you've expanded since to Houston, Austin, or, and Orlando. Um, and are there more to come? And, and also, how did you realize that you, you reached the point where you, your services were needed outside of Plano? Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we have branched into four cities, but we, I think we're up to about 71 cities now across the U.S. that have reached out to us wanting a non-parallel site. Uh, as you might guess, the, the prevalence, or, or may know, the prevalence rate of autism continues to grow, and there's estimated anywhere between three and five million adults in the U.S. with autism. So what's happened, the demand is so incredible, uh, and there are very few services or providers out there, so the demand for non-parallel has just skyrocketed. So 70 plus cities, we've had 13 countries reach out to us. And so what began to happen is families would come to Dallas and tour and go, wow, we want this in our city. And so that we met as a board and decided, you know, we do have a pretty good model here. We need to expand and look at opening sites. So we did start in Houston, uh, raised a million dollars to open a center there. And then uh, a couple of years ago, we opened Austin, Orlando, but the demand just continues to grow. And uh, COVID has kind of made it difficult to continue expansion. But as soon as COVID subsides, we're going to get back to looking at expanding across the country. We'll be right back after a short break to learn more about Nonpareil and how to apply to attend the Institute. Stay tuned for more Plano Pulse featuring Gary Moore. 30th annual Plano Chamber and Mercedes-Benz of Plano Golf Tournament is coming up Monday, September 27th. Held at Pecan Hollow, this beautiful course will serve as the perfect setting for a day of building connections and friendly tournament play. We're currently taking teams of four and individual golfers who will compete for prizes, bragging rights, and cash. Not a golfer? That's okay. 
because we are also looking for volunteers to enjoy a day outside and companies who'd like to meet and market to golfers on all 18 holes of Lincoln Hollow. Don't wait, space is limited, so reserve your spot today. Registration is required and must be completed no later than Thursday, September 23rd. Contact the Chamber to find out more. Proper planning prevents poor performance. We are all familiar with the phrase, but do we actually put it into action? Do you have clear financial goals? Are you meeting your business objectives? Do you have an identifiable plan for your retirement? Beckley & Associates is a trusted advisor who helps clients successfully think, act, and execute strategically. If you're looking for trusted accounting professionals who help you look forward to your future, then you need Beckley & Associates. For more, visit beckley.cpa. We are inspired every day by your trust in us. Please visit us at beckley.cpa. All right, welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're joined today by Gary Moore, President and CEO of Nonpareil Institute. Thanks for being here with us, Gary. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's our pleasure. Um, you talked earlier about technical skills uh, that your students build through Nonpareil, and also soft, soft skills such as uh, interaction, interviewing, uh, how, are also emphasized in your curriculum. How do you, how do you help your students develop those soft skills? And is there anyone in particular you focus on? You know, there are a number of areas that they we feel they need in order to navigate traditional competitive employment. So we have about 14, 15 different areas that we cover with them when they attend non-parel. Uh, things like independence, communication, self-management, professionalism, you know, doing resumes, dressing for the interview, how to interview, uh, just a lot of things that we feel are going to be necessary for them to go out and pursue employment. Uh, and just to navigate the social landscape that we all have to, to go through in our lives. And uh, many of them struggle with just even advocating for themselves because they're throughout their life, they've maybe bullied in school or marginalized or, you know, just pushed aside. So by the time they come to non as a young adult, a lot of times we've got to kind of work them out of that environment that they've been in many times throughout their life. And help them build the self-esteem and self-confidence to be able to go out and, and pursue employment. Um, and so we, we try to continue to grow this part of our program because we realize more and more how critical this piece of uh, their training is to a successful outcome. The work that you and your team are doing is so incredible. The more and more that I hear, it's just unbelievable. But I'm sure our listeners are interested to know who is eligible to attend Non-Pearl Institute and what is the process like for applying? Okay, uh, they have to be 18 or above. So we, we want to have a, an age uh, entry level. We don't have an age limit, so anybody can apply. We've had someone here that was 50 years old, so we don't have an age limit, uh, but they do need to be at least 18. And we also ask that they be out of high school. Uh, they can tour non-prel while they're a senior in high school, but we don't want them trying to attend non-prel and high school at the same time. So we, we prefer that they be done with high school. Uh, we don't really care so much about their GPA or uh, having a diploma. Uh, they may have a GED or homeschooled. So we just want to make sure that they've uh, completed school. And then we go through a series of meetings with them and interviews just to do some assessment we look at uh, assessments they've had prior to coming to non whether that be in 
in school through a diagnostician or through a, a private psychologist or someone that can do assessments. So we review that and we just we kind of just do informal interviews and meetings with them and walk them around and let them meet other students and our staff and just kind of get a feel for is this something they like. We definitely want them to have some interest or passion for technology. Uh, although we continue to grow our curriculum and add to it, uh, the primary focus is, is still in the technology space. So we hope they like working with computers or they play video games or like they like animation or something in the, in the technology space is kind of an important factor. Uh, and the way they apply is they can go to our website and on uh, one of the tabs at the top is a contact us tab. And then uh, what will show up is uh, one of the four cities that we currently have sites in. So they can click the city that they're interested in. And then there's a, uh, just a little short form they fill out, name, address, phone number, email, contact information. And then we'll follow up with them to schedule a tour. And is there a fee for them to participate? There is, Kelly. Uh, unfortunately, we'd like to be able to offer this free of service, but uh, as a free service, but we're not able to. We do try to maintain a very affordable fee structure. And it varies. Every city has a different fee structure, so it really varies by city. Uh, but we're trying to make it as affordable as we can. I will add that we also try to and, and are able to, on occasion, offer scholarship or partial scholarship for uh, students who have financial need. We also are uh, we're awarded $1 million uh, agreement with the Texas Workforce Commission here in Texas. And we also have an agreement in Florida so students that can, uh, they can apply through the TWC organization agency and they will fund for that student fully to come to non-pro for up to two years. So that's another way families that may have financial need can attend non-pro. That's great, Gary, fantastic information. You've literally had hundreds of students come through your institute since its founding. Are there any specific student or product success stories that you can share with us? Sure. And unfortunately, we don't have time. I could tell you dozens and dozens, Steve. <laughs> I, I want to, but I'll just share a couple of things. I think we've had over 600 students, 700, somewhere around there. We have about 250 students currently in the program now. Uh, and we've had a lot of success stories. I'll, I'll just share a few with, of them with you. We've had students who have attended here uh, and did not have a degree necessarily. We have had some that did have a degree that attended non-pro, but that have gone on to work for major corporations as software developers uh, or for a major university here. A young lady that came here and she's now a programmer at a major university here. Uh, and, you know, for confidentiality, I'll keep their names private, but we've had a number of those kind of success stories. Students who have come here who have never had a job any kind of job and after attending non-pro for a few years are now able to go out and secure employment. Sometimes it's part-time, but it's meaningful employment to them. Uh, it's something that they really enjoy doing. And our, our success rate is about 75% of students who come to non-pro uh, obtain a good outcome. And some of those it's going on to college and getting a degree. So some of our students, that's their goal. So in a way, we're like a transition program to be able to get them to point to even feel good about going to, to college. One more thing I'll add, though, uh, and you can look this up, a major utility company here in North Texas, Encore, 
is, is a good friend of Nonpareil. They uh, asked us a couple of years ago to develop an educational game to teach children about the importance of safety uh, around electricity. So we're in the final stages of completing that game. It was a project they outsourced to us. They paid us a pretty good fee that we could in hire, employ some of our students to work on. It's pretty phenomenal. You can go to their website now, Encore's website. It's called Super Safe Kids. It's a big initiative they have to teach children all over Texas about safety and electricity. So pretty soon we'll be releasing this little educational game for children where they can play it on their PC or on an iPhone or, or Android. It's, it's, that's been, a, and we employed probably 28 of our students here to work on that. It's kind of hard to believe that it's only been 13 years with all of the accomplishments that you've talked about today, but what, what can we expect to see in the future? What are the next steps for your organization? Kelly, I think uh, expansion, as soon as COVID kind of allows us to get back on the road and looking at expanding around the country. Uh, so that's one thing, site expansion. Families continue to tell us they want us in their city. They want a place where their son or daughter can go and not just learn work skills, technical skills, but have community. Uh, so we, we definitely want to get back uh, to expanding. We recently launched a pilot. We're calling it NP Online. We haven't really advertised this yet, but this is for those around the country that can't come to Nomprel yet or we're not in their city. So we've launched a pilot. Uh, we have about 10 students now taking that from around the country that are taking our training uh, virtually. And so far it's gone really good. It's not the entire program, obviously, as you would get on site, but that's another very exciting thing that we're looking to continue to grow. We also want to continue to grow the training we do and, and maybe at some point look at getting a little further outside of just technology. Uh, there's a lot of interest in art, music, and you know, cooking, and there's just so many areas that these young men and women have a passion for. So we continue to, to look uh, at areas where we can provide training that would be meaningful to them and help them have a good outcome. I think one of the biggest challenges that we face as, as parents and providers is, is this thing called housing. <laughs> Almost every parent that I meet uh, asks me, what are our plans or do we have plans? And today we don't, but we know this is probably the biggest challenge that many of us, many parents are going to face in the future long-term for their child. So we've looked at that and, uh, there are some housing opportunities, you know, providers that provide residential services around the country, but not very many. And the number's growing for the need for that. So that's something we might look at down the road uh, because that's just going to continue to be a, a huge need for young men and women on the spectrum. And then one last thing, a lot of these, uh, Steve, you had mentioned earlier about how many students have gone through here. Uh, one of the things we hear a lot is they really were grateful for the training and they now have a job or going to college. But one of the things we hear quite often is my son or daughter kind of lost their community when they left Nonpareil. You know, maybe the company they're working at just doesn't offer a lot of social opportunities for a person on the spectrum. So one of my visions is and hopes is that one day we can offer some kind of alumni opportunity for our graduates when they leave Nonpareil. Awesome stuff, Gary. That's really encouraging. How can uh, how can our local businesses and professionals get involved in supporting Nonpareil's vision? 
Oh, that's great. Uh, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so many ways, uh, companies, we've partnered with a lot of companies over the years that uh, they provide work to us, you know, outsourcing work for us, for our students to work on and pay us. We have companies that come out, EY comes out every year and they do uh, autism at work day uh, to provide, you know, some training for our students from corporate America, about 20 of their staff come out. Uh, when we have events, we have companies that volunteer to support our, you know, galas and golf terms when we have those, uh, or, or just come on site and provide, you know, be a speaker at one of our, our sessions to talk about employment or what it's like to work. Uh, we've even done stuff with the Plano Police Department. We have some great friends over there where they'll come on site and, and we'll do some training on what, it, what should you do if you're ever pulled over by policemen police and so there's just a lot of different ways they can get involved not to mention the fact that you know we always need money we're a nonprofit, so we appreciate financial support and a lot of companies do have uh matching giving with their employees when they give to non the company will match or just a foundation at a company that wants to help support something that's uh, a very unique program that's that's changing lives so uh, contact that's, us and uh, we'd be glad to talk to anybody about how they can help. That's great to hear. Uh, and I think more than just uh, people on the spectrum need training on how to deal with police officers lately. Um, <laughs> so uh, we, we could all use, uh, so a lot of people could use that. So how can we stay in the loop with uh, current events with Nonpareil? Do you have a, a website or a message board or, or how can we stay up to, to, to speed? Yes, we do, Steve. So you can go to our website. We try to make it very easy to remember. It's npusa.org. We are a nonprofit, 501c3, so NPUSA. So we try to keep that up to date. We also have a Facebook page. Every city has their own Facebook page. Uh, so we try to keep that updated every day with events going on or how you can get involved or what's going on with our crew. Uh, so Facebook is another place we we do use Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, but another thing, we haven't done this lately because of COVID, but we do want to get and look forward to getting back to having a, a quarterly open house where anybody in the community, whether they have a family member with autism or not, it could be a school teacher, a psychologist, doctor, a business person, anybody that just wants to learn more about nonprofit, they can come to one of our open houses. And we usually have those on a Saturday afternoon, but We've kind of held off on those because of COVID, but we look forward to doing those again soon. Well, that is about all the time we have for today. Gary, thank you so much. The time flew by. It was such a such a pleasure to learn more about Nonprel Institute and all of the great work that you're doing. And um, I know, you know, companies like EY kind of put this um, neurodiversity conversation on the map, but it's amazing to see all the work that you're doing and you're located right here in Plano. So thank you for your commitment to the community. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time and giving us this opportunity. No, it's great information, Gary. Um, we didn't even know what a, what a powerful organization is right in our own backyard. It's, it's awesome to, to see what's going on and um, keep up the great work. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, to all you listeners out there, if you'd like to uh, sponsor a Plano Pulse and get to the other listeners, uh, contact the Chamber of Commerce uh, for more information on sponsorships. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think. Rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. 
Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for networking, networking worth, worth waking, waking up, up early up. for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday.